Welcome to the Main Event Sports Show. We are coming to you live from the Tunaville Deli on the corner of First and Oak. Uh, please enter on the side entrance on the Oak Street side and come join us. We have uh, wing specials all night. We have drink specials, and we have a lot to talk about tonight. The main event sauce, man, get that. The main That's event sauce, also known as jerky. The jerky sauce. I wake up. I wake up. You know. I, I, I saw that. That grin. He likes to hear jerky cue. <laughs> I do. He I do. Like, <laughs> he likes that. Hey, once you taste it, you'll understand why. There it is. There it is. Uh, but uh, as uh, my esteemed colleague. Uh, I, I don't know what he's going by today. Guillermo, <laughs> Ill, Ill Will, Will Billy Badass. We don't know. Yeah, BTI, yeah. BTI William. But I like we, BTI until they started taking that shit too seriously. <laughs> okay, Billy the intern is what it stood for. The next thing I know, I'm the uh, guy bringing them ponchos in the rain and making them sandwiches. That's right. Hey, we, no, know. literally at the stigma tell. Hey, hey, go make me a burger right here. <laughs> Oh, I look like uh, Benson. You gotta, you gotta do the no. hazing. You gotta, you know, do a couple of laps around the building. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm like, You're like you know. what's, so what's your name now? But no, nothing. <laughs> Don't call me nothing. But no, no, it's a good, good night to be out, fellas. Uh, you know, it's the week's off to a good start. Uh, a lot, a lot of good things to talk about. Positive things, man. U of L, man, trending upward in a major way. Huge, uh, huge way. Uh, the U of L girls, you know. Our women's team got robbed. Yeah, yeah, it was a tough loss for them. Highway robbery. We'll talk about that some too. A lot of NFL action over hey, the weekend. Hey, and fellas, I got to give a shout out, man, to my man. There D. it Mitchell. is, Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, one time, I'm down in the blue and gold tonight. Donovan Mitchell, NBA Player of the Week, is going down. I don't know the last time a Louisville player won NBA Player of the Week. So. To me, that's huge. I mean, the man's got his own shoe now. <laughs> Haven said, Haven said Griff won it in 1972. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was that long ago. Unless Griff, long ago. Griff was like in the NBA when he was in elementary school. <laughs> hey, you know, and you know what? The man's are talented. Yeah, he, he was, was that, that talented. talented. But hey, it is uh, what congratulations it is. to Spider Mitchell. Uh, a huge week last week. Rubio, Ricky Rubio absent. Uh, the young man was absolutely on a tear, averaging over 30 points a game. Wow. Eight assists. Wow. Eight rebounds. Wow. Uh, he was outstanding. Wow. So, and go to YouTube and watch that dunk. The man caught a body. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jamel the man McGee, caught a body on Jamel that dunk. Jamel McGee. Shacked in again. Oh, my goodness. Shacked in <laughs> Look, look. Javel <laughs> McGee had kind of he, – he was on a good run, man. So, he's back in the Shackton category again. Oh, man. That's rough, man. Hey, what's up, Miss Carla? How you doing? Hey, and for anybody who can't come out and join us live, make sure you check out the feed uh, here on Facebook Live. You can always go there. Check out my feed, R-A-A-S-H-A-A-N. You can, uh, of course, always go and subscribe to the Main Event Sports Radio Facebook page. Yes, indeed. To get all your information, updates, uh, photo galleries, everything going on right. with the Main Event Sports Show. Uh, but we'd love for you to come out live. We would love you to. You can follow me on Twitter at the, at the Sports Domain on Twitter. He finally got him a Twitter, I got a Twitter account, he finally got a Twitter, the Sports y'all. Domain We're on Twitter. He has like two tweets. I got two <laughs> tweets and one and a half followers. It's like two months. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, uh, we, fellas, we got a lot to get into. But, of course, first things first. Person, got, no, no, no. Let me, let me do it right before we start. And I apologize for uh, for jumping in yes, like this. Yes. But I had, uh, as most of you know, my hometown, Hampton, Virginia, the home of a great, a great such as Allen Iverson, Michael Vick. You know what I'm saying? A guy right. at work today who knows that I'm from the Seven Cities. He knows I'm from Hampton Roads. He came up to me. He said, man, I got a question to ask you. And I want everybody out there listening in, I want you to chime in on this. You can chime in in the comments. He said, who was more talented? Allen Iverson or Michael Vick? 
Ooh. I said, dude, are you trying to start a civil war in Virginia? What are you doing? <laughs> you don't ask. So. That's like, you remember the Saturday Night Live skit? The Bears. You remember them? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, and there yeah. was one time on there when somebody asked him, who would you choose between the Bears and the Bulls? And they were like, we don't know. <laughs> that's like that's a question you can't answer. Right, exactly. Don't do, do. Y'all, no, I want to know what, 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 what you all and, think about and, that and, out there in the Facebook land. I will what, let you know. My, my girl Joy Blinko just checked in. She said, "Baby Levert just now getting Twitter." <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Don't get me started. Tonight. I start singing. Twitter. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. But, but no, yeah. So if you, I, I want to know everybody's opinion on that because I didn't have an answer for him. Uh, I did, but I, I don't want to. I want. I don't want to interject. I want everybody else to give their opinion on that. And then oh, that, we we got another one for y'all next week. That's I got a, a big question. one for y'all hey, next week. And I told, I, w- I w- was always told that Iverson was trouble on the football field. No, see, that's what you, that's what a lot of people don't know. Yeah. Listen to this. That's listen what to I this. Was told. He was a beast on the football field. I, I, I saw. Listen, I was a freshman, okay, in high school. Then what y'all don't know, a lot of y'all, Iverson, and you go to you go to Hampton, Virginia. Nobody calls him Allen Iverson in Virginia. He's called Bubba Chuck. And y'all probably thinking that's a bold hey, face. No, no, for real. Like, literally. That's the only. And I verified this because if you guys go, if you go to basketball-reference.com right now, and you type in Allen Iverson and look up him, that's the very first nickname that pulls up because they have all their aliases yeah, listed. Yeah. Bubba so Chuck. Mu- so much so. I'm, I'm in the ninth grade. We are the home team. I'm, I promise you, give me 30 seconds, I'll tell you this. So we're the home team. Uh, me, and, me and my friend, we're sitting there. Bethel, he plays for Bethel. I, I went to kick a tan. We the home team. They're playing us. The tip off. No, they're introducing the players. I had to ask him. I said, Yo, Tommy, which one is Bubba Chuck? He said, and I'll never forget this the rest of my life. He said, Number three, Allen Iverson. That was the first time I'd ever ever heard, heard his exactly. real his real name. Yes, ever. ever ever heard the government? No, I'm dead serious. So look, tip off. Bethel tips it out of bounds. It's kick a tan's ball. We take it out at the half court. We take it out of the half court and pass it into the back court to our, our point guard, this little kid named Chucky. Chucky misses the pass, and guess who's there to recover? Uh-oh. Bubba, Bubba Chuck. Chuck. He takes off. Now, listen, away team. He's the away t- He takes off like a bird. But the- <laughs> In high school, that's all he did was dunk. And the whole entire gym goes crazy. And he is the away team. It was it was insane. Oh yeah, I it mean, was insane. And for anyone who knows how little AI is, he could get up for a little dude. And this is eleventh grade, eleventh grade. Yeah. This what his his whole entire senior year he spent incarcerated. We'll talk about that on another occasion. But anyway, Absolutely. back back to the program. Sorry but, but about n- that. N- now before we talk about, you know, the the events of this past Saturday, I want to take y'all back to Wednesday, okay. University of Louisville Cardinals fighting Chris Max go out on the road at Pittsburgh. The pit, the mighty Pitt Panthers. They go into the Bronx Zoo in front of five fans. Where Louisville had won twelve straight games versus Pittsburgh. Right. Where Pittsburgh um, has not won an ACC game almost two years. Yes, it had been two years since since Pittsburgh had won an ACC game. Louisville goes out there and stinks up the joint. Stinks uh, up the joint. Blazing what, what, what did you all think about that game? What, what was your thoughts? Because I heard a lot of local radio, and basically everybody was burning down the town and professed that the season was over and Louisville sucks. I was, my personal thoughts on that game were, were very simple. This was a game that they should not have lost. Period. End of story. Pitt should be a team that if Louisville plays like they played the first half of the season, they blow Pitt out easily. But this was a team that they're lucky they didn't get blown out. 
Lucky they did not get blown out by Pitt. Lucky for them, Pitt missed like nine million free throws. Or the game really would have been over. Yes. The game never should have gone to overtime. Pitt should easily blown out U of L. But Louisville, you know what? To but but Louisville, Louisville has some tenacity. Well, the thing is, but the, the problem, but the problem with, to, to me, the problem was one. Louisville still missing that third score. Yes. You know, uh, CC came on, did his thing, got buckets, was scoring, was doing his thing. Jordan Nor disappeared. Yes. And they had problems finding somebody else that could pick up the slack. And the number, and they got nothing from the two guard. No defense, no offense, no nothing. And it killed them all night. And, and i tell you what. Oh, oh, one more thing, yes, too. Sir. While yes, Manning sir. and Ray. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. They had a horrible time um, looking at and recognizing the mismatches. Towards the end of the game, you had Ryan McMahon. He was open, shooting two threes from NBA three-point range, which is fine for Ryan Mack. Yes. That's okay with him. But you had Enoch in the post being posted up. Six for six from the field. He was scoring guy, every time. Yeah, by a guy who's only six foot six. Yes. A guy who could easily turn around and jump hook over him with no problem. And he was in foul trouble. So he couldn't play aggressive defense on Stephen Enoch if he wanted to play aggressive defense. You get the ball down low, most likely Louisville gets like two buckets back-to-back. Game over. You win in regulation. Yeah, Enoch's the guy who actually got them back into the game. But I, I tell you That's what. That's just the, me. The, the, now, the one thing I'll say about Louisville, that game on Wednesday, the one thing that I have continued to say about this Louisville team is that Chris Mack preaches playing hard. And hard aggressive toughness. Okay, Louisville always plays hard. Even in the in the in the game on Wednesday, they were playing hard, but they weren't necessarily playing a tough, mentally tough, and b they weren't executing. And, and that was my thing: is that when that everybody wanted to ask because Louisville lost that game against Pittsburgh, was everything that we saw a fluke? Was it the fluke that they hung in there with Tennessee? Was it the fluke that they should have beaten Marquette, who's now number 15 in the polls? Um, was it the fluke that they beat Michigan State at home? Because they lost this game to Pittsburgh, and it really seemed like you had one negative result, and almost everybody tried to run Louisville down the river and, and basically just come out, blast them, talk about their pretenders and all that. And, and my biggest assertion was we saw this team play too many good teams and play them too well play defense at a much higher level than what we saw at Pittsburgh. To me, it was more about execution. It was more about the fact that they only had three games in 15 days. I think that had a lot to do with it. They had two very, very easy games before Kentucky. They only had three games in that stretch. And to me, Louisville looked like a team that had not gotten a lot of work. They got lax. And they got very lax because they weren't playing good teams. And then, you, of course, we saw what happened against Kentucky where they were mentally, you know, they just weren't ready to play in that game. And to me, fellas, it seems like they needed to get their momentum back going. What did you think about that game? Well, I'm going to put it to you like this. You, uh, people have to be patient and know that this team is still trying to find their, you know, they're trying to, basically trying to find their identity. Yes. And in and, 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 and doing so, you're going to have some hiccups. Now, to lose to a Pittsburgh team who is actually up on Fuller State now by 10 points uh, as we speak. Six minutes left. With six minutes left in the second half. Maybe maybe it's just such that Florida State is not as bad of a team. I mean, I'm sorry, Pittsburgh is not as bad of a team as people think they are. We do know that Florida State is a ranked team. Um, speaking of uh, ranks, uh, not to go off the subject, but right now we're in a very close one between Syracuse and the number one team in the nation, Duke. Well, and, and, 
Absolutely. No, Duke just went up just one, went about one point. Left. Uh, so that's an absolute Syracuse on the road. That's a big time. That's game a big to keep deal. But uh, and uh, that was but, just but a no, quick update. But right, right, people have to be patient. First of all, this is new coach with the old coach's team, and and he's doing an extremely good job. But something you, you got to understand also that some fans are going to be unrealistic no matter what. They well, could they could go and undefeated, and there will be somebody complaining about people something. People got to understand this is a new coach trying to instill a new system. Right. People that are still trying to learn. Like you can't just build toughness in. And, you know, that's not something no, that you not just possible. get yeah. in a day It's not a switch you can turn that, that on. That is a culture change. That right. is an attitude change. And something like that takes time. You're going to have ebbs and flows. You're going to have ups and you're going to have downs. And, and I think that's the biggest thing that I, that, you know, when I talked to people about it, I said the biggest thing was that I saw, A, they weren't playing together. The one thing about the pack line defense is you're playing five guys moving together. It's about helping. It's about recovering. It's about everybody covering everybody else's back to keep the ball out of the lane. And that's the thing that we did not see from Louisville uh, against Pittsburgh. It was basically everybody doing their own thing. It was everybody doing their own thing offensively. It was everybody doing their own thing defensively. And my biggest assertion was, you know what? Louisville needs to get back to playing. You know, they need to get back to playing Team basketball on both ends. And boy, and did they. Fast forward. Yeah, boy, did Saturday. they. What a segue. <laughs> and that's another good thing. The Dean Dome. How, can, how, can, how do you recover from a loss? That tells a lot about the character of a team. How do you recover? What do you learn from it? What do you take from it? And how do you build upon it? Hey, that, you know what? Talk to the people, man. Tell them what they did Saturday. They, they went out there at Chapel Hill taking on – you know, the number 12 ranked North Carolina Tar Heels. A team that most people thought, including myself, I'll, I'll be the first person to admit, who thought that this was a bad matchup. North Carolina was a 11-point favorite. Yeah. Who thought for this, a reason. Who thought this was a bad matchup for Louisville, a team that likes to run. Yes. Yeah. That likes hey. to get out there, that has well, that has height at the point guard. And, and you well, only basing that, and all you were basing that on is what Louisville has showed us thus far, and that was a fair assertion. Yeah, absolutely. Fair I mean, assertion. And, and after watching Pittsburgh go up and down the court, people are thinking, goodness, if if Louisville couldn't stop the transition game <laughs> yeah, with, uh, against Pittsburgh, them, exactly. what's going to happen against problem. North Carolina? A problem. But yeah, that's, that's be a problem. But absolutely. they showed. But I tell you what, this was the Louisville team. We saw them come out there, and not only – did Louisville beat North Carolina? They humbled North Carolina. Yes, they did. They Rubble gave Roy Williams the worst loss of his tenure. Gave him vertical. And and for people who don't know what that means, his entire career. His his entire tenure at North Carolina. Home home game there. loss. Home. At home. Yeah, at home of his entire was career. Also, Louisville's first ever win at the Dean Dome. Yes, it was first. Denny Crum never did it. Uh, Rick Pitino never did it. John Dromo never did it. Louisville as a, as a program had never won at UNC. And not only was it the worst loss of Roy Williams' career, it was the biggest loss to an unranked opponent by North Carolina, period, since 1955. Crazy. Like, wow. And, wow. and the domination that game, now this was, this was what we've been waiting for. This game here was what... No, no, this I'm, is what I'm, 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 I'm going to say this. <laughs> this. This game gave us a glimpse yes. at how good this Louisville team can be with the current roster. Yes. Now, I don't expect Louisville to have to play at that level the entire season. I really don't. Right. I expect to be ups and downs. Right. 
I expect them to yo-yo throughout the year because this, they still they still have to learn bad habits from they got from pageant. They still have, have to learn the system that Rick instilled in them in a way that Rick wasn't. He gonna play. put it on pageant, dude. Why y'all? Why don't y'all <laughs> let that leave that man alone? It was a bye week. I mean, it was a bye <laughs> yeah. year last year, not a bye week. It was, it was a bye, bye year. year. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of bad habits. He said bad habits from pageant. Well, it is. There's, there's a lot of things you, you just have to unlearn, man. and you have to relearn. How this new coach that wants man won to play. twenty games, dude. Because because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Louisville's coaches until now were never really this aggressive offensively. They never coached this team to be this aggressive offensively. Dick Rick, Dick, I'll call Dick. Rick Freudian slip. I know, right? <laughs> Rick was always about defense first. We're gonna start an offense later. <laughs> defense first. We're gonna start an offense later. We'll work on offense. <laughs> You know, around Jan, around the first of January, we start working on offense. But until then, it's all defense, 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 defense leads to our offense. Mac wants to be much more aggressive to drive, to attack, and it's taking his team. It's taking some guys on his team a while it to understand a while it's, it's how a, to attack. It's a completely different philosophy. I mean, Coach Mac believes in a zone style defense, rebounding the basketball, toughness. You know, an offensive first philosophy. Those are all things that are starkly different than anything that Rick Pitino preached. So it's literally the almost opposite flip flop of everything that these young that these kids had been had learned previously, and just the, truthfully the style of player that you had. Uh, so I mean, it's going to take some time. Like, it's like Christian take- Cunningham, I mean, he's just now getting to be aggressive. He's just now getting to be that aggressive guy that. We needed him to be the beginning of the season, but now it's coming out. So now you, now you kind of you begin to have that legit number two scoring threat, opposite Nora. Very, very true. And, and just to update everybody, the the, the, the Syracuse and Duke game is now tied. Uh, Syracuse uh, is inbounding the ball with ten point six seconds left in the game. Yeah, they just called. They just called a timeout. Eighty-five, eighty-five. Eighty-five to eighty-five. If you're not just watching the ESPN, it's okay in the to turn on, on upset alert right now. Uh, tied 85-85 with unranked Syracuse. That's right. That's right. A- a- after Duke just got away with a big Cam Reddish three to win on the road at Florida State to hold on in that one. After Florida State had uh, an egregious, egregious turnover underneath uh, the Florida State basket where Florida State gets the ball back. Uh, and then ultimately, or excuse me, where Duke gets the ball back, and then ultimately Duke hits the three. Yeah, down to. And I'm telling you all about looking, looking at uh, some of the, what we've seen of this game so far. This is not a flukish looking game. These Syracuse boys are out here killing it. Well, I mean, and Duke is what we see from a lot of these young one and done teams. Their up team and down, is up and very down. talented offensively, but leaves a lot to be desired defensively. And, and we've seen that. But you also have to remember that two of their super freshmen that are not playing tonight, Tyus Jones oh. uh, is, is out with a. Uh, uh, a, excuse me, Trey Jones. I always say Ty, Tyus is his brother that won the national championship. Trey Jones is out with a shoulder injury, so he's not playing tonight. And Cam Reddish has some sort of uh, uh, illness or something. So uh, th- there is, a, you know, a couple of guys out for Duke. So you do have to consider that, you know, when, when you look at this game. But Duke is a team that, especially without Trey Jones, Trey Jones is Duke's best on-ball defender by far. And he's not only their best on-ball defender, he's their point guard. So when you're missing your leader and your best defensive player. It makes a big difference. Yeah, it makes a big difference. I mean, makes a big so difference. you can talk Definitely. about Barrett. You can talk about Zion. But if you ain't got that leader and you ain't got that yeah, no, it matters. on the ball, that's huge. 
And uh, Syracuse just like missed, Syracuse the, shot just missed the shot. They're going. They were going in overtime. There so now, now, now back to the uh, back to talk about Louisville and North Carolina. If Louisville can keep this aggressiveness up for the rest of the season. This could be something special. When I say special, I don't mean like Final Four special or anything of that nature. It could be, man. But, the way but, that other but, teams are but playing, anything could be could looking happen. at is Louisville winning another game on the road or at home that you think they shouldn't win. Like Duke. Uh. <laughs> I, I know that scares everybody. Saying, I, I'm not saying uh, yeah, 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 like Duke. But, but, like Duke. but here's, like the, thing, Duke. Though, here's yeah. the thing. You know, North Carolina again at home. Here's yeah. the thing. With Louisville – he said, you know, with, with, with Haven, you're saying that they, they you know, the, the whole, if they can continue to play like this, and I'm going to say that they will because this is what they're being taught. This is what is being expected of them, and anything less than that is, is unacceptable I, at this point I, because that's the new culture there. Because so they, the thing is, and Coach Mack said it, he said that the team kind of told on themselves a little bit because if you can go out there and give North Carolina the worst beating. Yep, you showed your hand. That you showed that you can come out, and there's no reason you can't do this all the time. But the you thing showed about your hand. a good young team is, the more you do it, the more you start to believe in what you're doing, the easier it is to repeat that. And Louisville, it's not a fluke. It's not like Louisville's out here. You know, this is the one thing that, that always has continued to annoy me about this, uh, you know, this Louisville team this year is everybody trying to act like Louisville doesn't have any talent. Oh, this Louisville team doesn't no, have the, any the talent. Talent's oh, there. The, you know, the, this is, you know, the, this is a rebuilding job. They don't have anybody there, and that was just a ball of a bold faced lie. That was ridiculous. I mean, Louisville had a lot of talent. Did they not make the tournament last year? Yes, a lot of that. Pretty much all of that had to do with the fact that David Padgett was not ready for that job. Right. He did the best he could, but he was not ready for that job. But he won 20 games. I mean, he won 20 games, but ultimately he did not make it, and he had two NBA players on the roster. Both guys, congratulations, Ding Adele, who actually signed a contract uh, with the um, – uh, with the Chicago, no, excuse me, Atlanta Hawks. He signed a contract with the Atlanta Hawks today. So he got his two-way deal. He'll be nice. in, he'll be on the NBA roster the rest of the year. Nice. So, I mean, David Patchy did have both Spalding and Dingadell on that roster. Um, he had some good players on that roster, but ultimately um, he just didn't have the experience. It was a scramble situation. You lost your whole coaching staff, what, two weeks before the season starts? Yeah, yeah. So there was a lot a, of issues with you know it. What, it's and he still won 20 Game. Yes. You had talent. Absolutely. I mean, I do. I, th I think they had they had enough talent to where they were going to win games with that schedule. You know, and this team has talent as well. It's just that guys like Sutton and Perry, they just have to be consistent about their play. They just haven't been consistent. They show up for like three or four minutes and then disappear. And you never hear from you, and then yeah. they're just out there taking up space. But but the thing is, is but, that but when once but once they're aggressive, once they yes. get it, then you can see it's like, man, these guys really do have like that talent. Well, I told my to man make, Howie to make waves. I said, look, Howie, I said that the biggest thing that you saw early in the season that you're not seeing now, I said, is that over the last two and a half, three weeks, all you saw was Kristen Cunningham as the only guy who could make a play for somebody else. I'm gonna attack and be aggressive to get you a shot, Billy. Right. Or I'm going to attack and get you open in the corner haven and hopefully you don't shoot an air ball. Uh, you know, <laughs> he was the only guy. Why she get to attack? And I, I, I get to shoot an air haven ball. Haven was a track star, you guys. <laughs> no, but they, they, used mean, to, they used to chase Kristen, talk buses up 2nd Street, you You know said. what I'm saying? Kristen Cunningham was the only dude that was making plays for others. And I said, the problem is you have pretty much Jordan Wara being a dude who's going to go one-on-one, -on -one, and if he scores for himself, that's fine. He's never made another player better in his life. And the only guy that you have that's making plays for himself and others 
was Kristen Cunningham. But when this Louisville team learns that all these guys play to get the next man the shot, you'll see that offense take off again. Because even though they were scoring a lot of points, they were doing it in a much more difficult fashion than what they needed to. Okay, everybody was basically standing around and seeing if Nora was going to shoot the ball. Is Jordan going to shoot the ball? Is he going to hit? Okay, let's see what he does this time. Instead of playing team basketball. And that's what happened. I think they got stagnant on offense. And then defensively, it was a lot of the same. Everybody was just playing as individual players instead of playing defense as a team. And we saw them come out there and for 40 minutes, for the first time all year, put together good offense and good defense for 40 minutes. And the results were outstanding. And then on top of that, Stephen Enoch, the guy who had to sit out last year, coming from a UConn program, for, for whatever reason, never gave him the ball. And he's starting to understand and realize that, you know what? I'm a big I'm guy. 6'11". I'm right, huge. I'm right. 250 pounds. Right. I'm athletic. And <laughs> Who's going to stop these me? These North Carolina cats really can't hold me. They can't stop me. At all. Dude look like Shaq down low yeah. on, on a, you know, on a I'm few gonna say this, but This was the first time that Stephen Enoch played against light talent. Like, like, or light? Would you like, know? like, like talent. talent? Okay, this is the first time he played against like talent that he did not kind of shrink yeah. in front of it, spotlight. And, and I, I think this is the was, first time he embraced the spotlight. I, hey, he embraced I, I really believe, the stage. I think it was the fact that I don't know if he felt that he was good enough to play with those teams. He shrunk against Michigan State. He shrunk against Tennessee. Even he, IU, you know, against Indiana, same thing. Kentucky um, disappeared. I, I really do believe that this was the first game where he was like, you know what, I can play with these dudes. And once he got that first big dunk, where he kind of got it and turned and just gave the little tomahawk. After that, it was like, I got game it. on. Yes, yeah, and, and the you know what? Off. The best thing about it was, unlike the Pittsburgh uh -huh, game uh -huh. where they kept, uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> unlike the Pittsburgh game where they kept going away from him. And not getting the ball, they were feeding him the ball every time. They were giving the ball to him, and he was and let him know, work. Ma making it work. And it was an unbelievable performance, 17 points, 11 boards. And that's the thing that you hope is that is the light now turning on. We saw, we've seen a lot of big guys, uh, you know, or transfers, guys like uh, uh, Luke, um, uh, uh, Luke Hancock yes. come out after his transfer season. Well, did not do much of anything. Who's my favorite player in UofL history? But my favorite player in UofL history, Luke Hancock. Yes. Luke Hancock turned wow. it on because no, he got yeah. the, the, he got his reps back. He caught back up to the speed of the game, and he was like, "Okay, I'm ready." And I feel like Stephen Enoch is going through that same thing where now he's catching back up to the speed of college basketball. And he's starting to realize his potential. And he's in a perfect system where Coach Mack and Coach Peaks want him getting the ball. Yep. And his teammates are seeing what's happening when he does get the ball. No, Luke, and I say that Luke Hancock to me is the only player I've ever seen in a college atmosphere who played NBA-style basketball. The way that he played, the way that he uh, would draw fouls and things like that, getting players up out in the air and then jumping into You don't see college players doing that kind of stuff. And that was what was so impressive uh, to me about Luke Hancock. It was his basketball IQ. It wasn't necessarily that he was a high-flying, uh, you know, spear-chucking, 360-degree basketball dunking, to, you know, as, as they say. But, no, it, it was his, his basketball IQ that impressed me so much. Luke Hancock had the greatest old man step I've ever seen. <laughs> he did. He did. Because the man, the man would drive like in slow motion. In slow mo And it's like you, you see it coming, and but you can't stop it. It was, it was the most amazing thing. Yeah. Like, it was 
It's, it's, like, it's like watching Tom Brady move in the pocket. Tom Brady is about the least athletic dude. Runs like a five five flat footed. A five five like a six five forty. <laughs> and, and that's the way Luke Hancock elusive. played basketball. He was he elusive. Give up and under fakes, the little yeah. pump fakes. He was a you know and, and NBA style ball. Absolutely. And that's and why I like watching him so much. Yeah. I yeah. love watching Luke Hancock. He was like Kurt Rambis. But, yes, but indeed. needless to say, it's exciting to see what Louisville did. I want to see how they back it up. I want to see them go well, out there. Well, first of all, let's say this. Congratulations, fellas. Yeah, Excellent game Huge played. Win. Wonderful win. The highest-ranked team they played thus far this season, and they won. Yes. Congratulations. That's huge. Well, Michigan State was the highest-ranked. That was the highest-ranked road team that they had played. Michigan State was ranked number nine. Number nine? That's what I thought. And right now they're number six. <laughs> and, but so. what was uh, North Carolina ranked at the uh, time? Twelve. Twelve. Oh, I yes. thought they were ninth. I'm sorry. Yeah, they, yeah, but they, but they, this they is good. I mean, Louisville now has two very good wins. Very good signature wins for the season or One early in the, the season. Road. Yeah, a great win on the road. I mean, Kim Palm has this as the best road victory of the season so yes. far. So, so, I mean, Louisville owns one of the best home wins of the season over number six Michigan State, and they have one of the best road wins. So, yep. at this point, and we're what, what, a little, little over halfway through the season? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and I do want to check my scoreboard here because I am keeping up. And Pittsburgh comes away with a 13-point win at home over number 11 Florida State. Nice. And at that point, that makes that, that loss to Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh loss looks a lot looks, better yeah. in overtime. It changes everything about that loss. And it's no longer a bad loss. Absolutely. So now Louisville has literally no bad loss on the season. Because it went, and it, it with went two to good overtime. Wins. Right, right. With, with two good wins. So I, mean, I also want to get a shout-out to Melinda Dixon there who's chiming in. What's going on, Melinda? How are you doing? And people, I know, I know y'all seen me chop, chopping Rocky's hand a couple times. See, look, I, I had my wisdom teeth taken out. So last week I couldn't have none of my jerky. Yeah, show the camera what's going on So right this now. week I'm making up for it. Hey, and – I, I, ordered, tell you I ordered a double order, and he kept reaching his 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 fingers across my wings. You understand what I'm saying? And it's the smell. I'm oh just going to tell gosh, you, the smell no, is ridiculous. It's crazy. So, you know it's what? Crazy. Next up, it's jerk and barbecue mixed together. Y'all don't understand. Y'all just light. don't get it. So next hey, man, up, event sauce, y'all. There you go. Next up, we have Louisville against Virginia this Thursday. Let's yeah. just go ahead and lose that game and get it over <laughs> with. No, 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 no. Their, their next game, Louisville does not play Virginia. Louisville plays Virginia twice in the last five days of the season. Oh, it's Virginia. I know that. Or is that the Whitley to play Virginia? They are at home versus Boston College on Wednesday. Boston College, okay. Yes. They're, they're home uh, versus yeah, Haven. Boston College on Wednesday. Uh, th- yeah, please don't 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 bring Tony Bennett. Haven, them, the intern. Them Cavaliers. Man, in here. you know what? We HTI. Got <laughs> we got them. I don't I don't want to see anything that's got to nah, do with Virginia before we need. That's to. just everybody's got a kryptonite so, for some reason. <laughs> we could have the Mon Stars and LeBron James. Well, and the good thing is Virginia comes into town, and all of a sudden Louisville plays the pack line, so maybe they'll know be better how to, it. how to execute against the pack line. We that, shall, that's the hope. So now we, we shall, against we shall hope College. and see. What is your your thoughts? I mean, I just want to see Louisville come out there and play inspired basketball. I want to come out there. I want them to come out there and give the effort and the execution that I see from the Lady Cardinals every week, every game. And, and, and that's a you know, shout-out oh, to the culture. You, oh, you're going too far now. what the Lady Cards are doing. Because the Lady Cards hey, No, no, no. Let's give beast. them their props, man. Hey, the Lady Cards are the number they two are, team they, in the country. Better play. than what I thought they would be at this point after losing Maisha Hines Island. Like, I did not expect for the, those ladies to go on the road and play the way they did. Against the number against one the team number one in team the, the entire country. country. And literally, if, if the referees. As the number two team. Let's not leave that out. Louisville went in as the number, number two team in the country. Two. Yes. And, and, and really and truthfully, I really think that they outplayed Notre Dame in that game. Uh, you know, I know Coach Walls was upset with a lot of the officiating calls. Horrible um, calls. 
But, you know, it, with all that being said, that was an outstanding performance, and the ladies really showed me something. And considering that Jazz Jones was on the bench the whole first half, Dana Evans was on the bench most of the first half, uh, and Sam Furing was in trouble most of the first half. For them to do what they did is Incredible. just a, a testament to them. So that's, that's huge. That's big and, time. And Duke's about to lose to Syracuse. And, and Duke is about to go down uh, to, the, to the Orange People Eaters uh, at home. So it's, everything could not be going better so, for Louisville. No, Wait, look, with Seven college. Nation Army playing live in the background, this is here at the Tunaville Deli, Seven Nation Army. How can a song that came out in, what, 2004? Be so popular 15 years later. It's like it's I'm still you, it's still ageless, going man. towards ageless. its peak. It's crazy. But I'm going to say this. So about Boston College. What I want to see, I want to see two things. Yes. One, I want to see that same level of energy, that same level of aggressiveness that Mac has been, Coach Mac has been preaching all season long that we saw in the North Carolina game. I want to uh, see that again. Is that a, was that a shave? I want to see that again against Boston College. You, you, you don't have to blow them out. Got to do it. You don't have to be about 20, 30 points. I, I just want to see that energy. I want to see the aggressive, number one. Number two. Number two. Hold on. Before you do that, Syracuse just defeated Duke at number home. Number one goes down at home. 95 to 91. And Syracuse. maybe they, they will stop showing Zion Williams the commercials. No, don't do that. Don't no. do that. We no. need that. No. No, they won't. Don't do that. Don't, don't do that. They are giving him the Ben Simmons no, first of all, for real. Hey, he first needs first it. Hey, the dude's Look, a beast. LSU lost every game they played in, it seems like. And they, and they still show nothing but Ben Simmons videos. That is true. But the second thing that I want to see, <laughs> the second thing I want to see. Bring them napkins back. <laughs> Where you going? Give me them napkins. Somebody just came in here, just grabbed some napkins and bounced. <laughs> But we still love you anyway. We still love you anyway. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. So the next thing I want to see, I want to see Louisville fans show up in mass. These home games at Yumson have not felt like real home well, no, games. Well, look, 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 no, look. no, 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 hold on, no, hold on, no, hold on. Because no. now you're touching a, a sensitive topic. I told y'all it was, it was going to take something to get them back. Because we didn't. Don't, don't go there. Just be patient. That's all I'm going to say. So, do, do you think that we're the, not the North Carolina there. game, do you think nope, that's Nope, not yet. That's not enough? That's not enough. If it, if it had it been a home game, it would have been enough. Because the, 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 play, the people would have been here to experience it. We would have had people leaving the stadium telling other people about how exciting it was to be there. But we don't have that because it was an away game. Absolutely. Now, be I patient. I see people show up. Be pa yeah, 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 show up. Look, I'm but gonna say that, we, we would have had this already. I, I know the fans We're are not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Rick's not on the sidelines. Hey, if we tell them that baby Gerald Levert's going to come do the anthem, <laughs> then maybe they'll come out. <laughs> oh, say, can you see? How did I you going to do, do it? Yeah. Out, like, was it Al Green at the Lakers game doing the I anthem? I hit y'all with a Scotty from the – was like the coolest anthem ever, man. A Scotty from the Whispers. I got him gwee, 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 Yeah, I throw that on the end of it for you. Yeah, y'all heard about that. <laughs> you know what? I want to thank everybody for I want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Maven Sports Show here. All those unfortunates on Facebook, don't go anywhere. We're coming right That's back. Right. We'll be right back. And I want y'all to time me and see how long it takes see for me to, to leave this boneyard. On this That's <laughs> right. I've been waiting for this That's second right. to be over. So, hey, look, if you guys have any comments about anything related to Louisville basketball, leave in the comments below. Yes, indeed. Don't forget, go right now to our YouTube page. You can't miss it. It's Main Event Sports Show, our YouTube page. Go to our YouTube page. Subscribe to the channel. 
and hit the notification button. That way, anytime that we, a video comes up, you guys get notified and you can watch it. Yes, indeed. And then also leave your in, your, in the comment section, leave your answer to the question, who was the greater talent, Mike Vick or Allen Iverson? Ooh, that's For my Virginia heads out there, you know this is a serious question. And coming up in the next segment, we got the Adrian Broner-Manny Pacquiao fight. No, no, no. Before We no, had the no, NFL no. action. No, I'm just saying uh, okay. some of the things that we'll okay, be talking about. Things, we okay, had okay. the NFL action from the previous what weekend. What was movie with, with Woody Harrelson and Antonio Banderas where they was like the two old veteran boxers that were like riding out together to go fight in the main event because one of, both of the guys got hurt or got beat up or something happened? Yeah. I don't you know. That, I, don't remember know. I remember that movie, but it was like so bad. I was like... <laughs> Yeah, no, well, we got a lot coming up. We have a young lady today that scored a perfect 10 in a gymnastics presentation. We're going to give her some major shout-outs. And we also have uh, the upcoming uh, NFL games for this coming weekend's uh, playoff action. Oh, and for all my local Indiana Hoosier fans, I'm sorry, sorry. y'all, but uh, Indiana goes down by 15 at home to Nebraska. We need a a bow heads in silence. It's terrible. So sad, Romeo. Should have came to Louisville. Nah, right? he's all right. Should have came. He's to all right. He'll be all right. He'll be all right. Yeah, he'll be in. The, he'll be cashing that check, son. It's all that matters. Breaking next and cash large checks, baby. And since the last time y'all saw me, my man Andrew Wiggins dropped forty and ten in one game. Some man, of those games Andrew he's been kind of below par, but he's been playing. I mean, he's my favorite player to watch in the league right now. But y- your pro sports updates coming next. Yes, but, indeed. Uh, for Haven, Rashawn Myers, BTI. It's Main Event Sports TV. We out. Peace.